Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Over Everything podcast where we cover, you guessed it, everything. Whether it's pop culture, religion, politics, relationships, fashion and beauty, entertainment, black culture, or me just chopping it up with my girls, we are here to talk about it all. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode available on all your favorite streaming platforms and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another podcast with your girl, Faith. And I just wanted to jump on here to do a check-in. It is like just about midsummer, at least it is for Chicagoans because I'm in Chicago. And so I just want to, you know, check in with my listeners, you know, hope everybody is out there doing well, enjoying your summer, taking full advantage of this season, because for people like us in Chicago, let me tell you, we have maybe three seasons. We have a winter uh, for about 65 to 70% of the year, and then we have a super quick fall, a a blink of an eye of a spring, and then a blink of an eye of a summer. So we are out here trying to live our best lives. At least I am. Okay. So jumping on, there's several hot topics that I just want to kind of throw out there and um, share with you guys as I've been discussing them with some friends or some inner circles around me um and so i'm just going to share with you and i'd love to get your feedback i always leave my contact information um at the end of every podcast but you guys can reach me right you know i'm on instagram you know you can find me on facebook um my email address and all of that is available on my website too so i want you guys to chime in because really what i've been talking about a lot is you know the real the scenario of today's show which won't be long is social media and how it has had a negative effect on on society um and with that just so much kind of goes along with that right um how it has changed you know the way we communicate um how it's changed the dynamic in so many people's relationships um the need for us to feel liked or popular by getting likes or attention um and then i just wonder too you know i have a seven-year-old it's like what will the world really look like for our children who are growing up you know in this social media age where you know what's it's popular to you know have a fake booty or to wear these wigs or you know it's popular to get likes or you know even it, the accessibility to people just to bully people right it's changed the entire social dynamic of our society um and so that is that also too though i think it's changed i think people feel more privileged or entitled to know your personal life and your information like if i'm a superstar and i just so happen to have a social media page you are still not entitled to know my personal business i do not have to answer to you like that type of stuff really truly blows me i'm always in conversations with people about hey okay this rumor may have surfaced this may have come out about a certain individual and i'm really trying to think about the most recent 
situation where that occurred and then but people feel entitled like you owe them an answer no no sis no bro like I don't owe you anything I oh I think it was a conversation with my friend this is kind of separate but this goes with what I'm trying to say right it's a, a topic with my friend we were talking about um Queen Latifah and she was just recently honored on the BET Awards, which um, long overdue, like she is all hail the queen. Um, and so I love Queen Latifah, right? But a conversation came up about how people feel like she needs to come out about her sexuality. And, but, but why? Like, why does she have to come out? Why does she have to make a statement? And they were like, well, we would prefer her to make a statement because we need more representation, right? And I'm just like, well, first of all, um, y'all got hella representation. That, that's for one, okay? And I'm not trying to mess up any acronyms, so I'm not even going to start, I'm not even going to say the acronyms because I don't know them by heart, so, and I'm not trying to disrespect anybody or anything. So you all know who I'm talking about. So this group of people are like, yeah, you know, like we need more representation. First of all, you have a ton of representation, in my opinion. Um, but number two, why do you feel entitled? Why does she have to make a formal statement when the fact of the matter is everyone already knows that Queen likes what she likes, right? She dates women and that's what she likes. So, but why, does she, why is it important for us to have for her to announce that and share that with us she doesn't have to do that that's number one number two she could still very well be fighting for rights fighting for equal rights um you know donating money to different foundations and causes and funds we don't know what these people do on a personal level so but i think back to my statement around you know, I think social media has create, created a society um, that's really just intrusive, just like, oh, well, we need to know, we need to know. And that can go both ways because at the same time, we do share. And I say we because I have social media accounts. The thing about me personally, I share what I want to share, right? People share what they want to share. That doesn't mean I'm inviting you to my interpersonal affairs and 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 you know private all of the private minute details of my life no and i'm not a celebrity but i love how queen is like guess what i'm gonna do me i'm gonna control my own narrative i'm gonna keep my private life private you may see pictures floating around with me you know with a woman on a boat whatever that's cool guess what i never have to address it i never have to and that should just be okay. But that's just the, the society we have created with social media, right? And I, I think social media has changed everything. Just not only how we move, but how we, uh, marketing, um, mobile, successful. It's, it's changed the a total landscape of how people move. And again, it's given people a sense of entitlement, you know, that, that they just should not have my life is my life it is not your life right so i just think there needs to be there needs to be some some kind of boundaries or i don't know i don't even know if that's possible at this point but it's just so mind-boggling to me when people feel the right 
to hear something or feel like they need to be addressed by a person that you just absolutely don't even know on a personal level, right? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. I'm Dana, aka DanaMike781 across the social medias, and I am here to tell you about my podcast that is currently streaming on your favorite listening platform. It's called This Should Be in a Book. People often tell me that the things I say should be in a book, but I didn't want to write a book. So I decided to release my knowledge podcast style. New episodes are available every Monday, and you'll be able to listen to my insight on this thing called life, three points into poem style, minus the poem. (laughs) So after you finish listening to this podcast, head on over to This Should Be In A Book to listen and subscribe. Hope you enjoy. Again, we're talking about social media. Another topic of conversation that surfaced was around how, you know, one of my friends was like, well, I just feel... Um, you know, our children, um, they're weaker, right? Their generation, let's say ages, let's say school age. So grammar school, high school, not even college, grammar school, high school, we'll keep it there. Uh, Age children or teens are weaker in the sense of they don't, this person feels like they don't know how to handle a lot of trials and tribulations that life will throw at a normal kid or teenager, such as a rejection. Okay. Um, rejection is normal. I was rejected. I was talked about, right? The thing about social media though is, and I understood where my friend is coming from just because of the rate of these young kids committing suicide, wanting to kill themselves. But that's because before when we were in school and I'm 42, so when I was in grammar school, somebody could talk about me and then you go home and then that's the end of it, right? But now because of social media and because of access, everyone has access to everything. A person, if they didn't like me, they could go online and start talking mess about me too. So guess what? It would be when I'm at school all day long. And then when I'm at home after I do my homework or whatever, and I'm looking online and it's a person, you know, talking stuff about me or tagging people or people tagging me or, you know, people sending screenshots. It's an ongoing, never ending experience of being talked about and demeaned and disrespected and bullied and and so we have not experienced that so we can't really speak to that but social media has played a major major part in that there's a quick article that i found online it's called social media the good the bad and the ugly and um the website came from lifespan.org And so they're talking about just social media usage, how everybody is pretty much on social media. Um, But the good are obvious things, right? Staying connected with family and friends, uh, quick access to information and research, banking and bill pay, online learning, job skills, content discovery, involvement in civic engagements, great marketing tools, opportunities for remote employment. I'm gonna take it a step further. It's also good for your business. I mean, how many of us follow individuals who started their own business and became millionaires just from having free access to millions of people 
online. So that's a huge plus. Not only that, but just access to information and helpful tips on how you can change your life in any way. It is just a, a plethora of information that can be useful, right? And that can be extremely helpful and life-changing if that's what you're looking for. But then there's that flip side to social media where, you know, you're not being as productive because you're trying to see what's online because it's entertaining at the same time. So you have people like me. I don't get on social media um, looking to argue and debate and do all that other stuff. I may have done it in the, in the beginning when I first got on there. I don't do that. OK, I go on there to look, laugh, crack jokes share information, gather information, and stay connected with my homies. Like, I'm not on there for anything else. I don't take it too serious. I don't do all of that, but then some people do, right? Because everybody is in a different space in their life and in their mental. So guess what? If you're prone to envy and jealousy, I probably wouldn't do social media, right? I would probably limit my engagement or my time being spent on these sites because if you're looking at what we call the highlight reel of people's lives. Pictures, cute pictures, people taking trips, people with families, people with loved ones, all of these oftentimes smoke and mirror type of situations. And sometimes it's not, but sometimes it is. The point is, going back to what I said, people are showing us what they want to, right? Like, it's very rare. If I'm sad, I I'm not posting that. Right. That's just me. Like, right. If I'm not feeling well, you know, if I have some drama going on or something happening in my family, I don't share that. Now, I can't. That's I, I can't. That's just me. I can't say that for everybody, because there are times where people will literally air everything out on social media. But my point is, most people are showing you the good right showing you their highs right of course i'm gonna throw in a testimony if i have one but i'm just saying if you're looking for something if you're in a place where you're not really happy about your life or your status in life or you know you're still trying to accomplish some things which we all still are if that could be a sports a sore spot for you looking at social media um just because of that so if you're struggling with any self-image issues as this article continues to go on. And then obviously it talks about bullying and how addictive social media can be. And then just the whole thing about what's online versus reality. Like social media itself is not the problem, but it is the way people use it in place of actual communication and in-person socializing. I am guilty of that. And then the technology, right, with our phones, it's just so easy. I don't even have to say I like something. I'm just going to press a like button. And now, and I do this, again, I'm talking about myself. Now somebody posts something, I don't, I don't even have to say I love. I have the heart emoji. I don't even have to talk. You can decipher how I feel about something based on what emoji I put on there, right? So those are just some ways, that's just, a, you know, a few small examples as to how, you know, social media has just really changed the dynamic of communicating. People don't even want to um, talk anymore. Like people are just like, just text or just, you know, like so technology, social media and technology is more so the technology thing. But social media is a huge aspect of technology, right? The, the Internet, um, it has really created 
a different world. And some things are great and amazing. Like we saw how Zoom and WebEx just blew up in 2020 because of the pandemic, right? And so now I am a recruiter and candidates don't even want to go to work. They're like, go in, go into an office. Like, I don't want to go inside of an office, which is fair. But guess what? If you went into an office prior to 2020, nine times out of 10, you need to be preparing yourself mentally to have you take your little tail back into an office a couple of days out of a week. But those now, though, because of how the world is, it's kind of a new world. So now it's like, oh, no, like that's a bargaining tool. Like, I don't I don't even want to talk to the manager if they're not offering full time remote work technology zoom came in and zoom is amazing but for certain jobs in certain companies in certain industries zoom is not always best now i am a huge proponent of a person being just as productive working from home as they are in an office but some people need that person-to-person -person interaction i am not one of them i am very social but when it comes to work I don't need that. I need my phone. I need a laptop. That's what I need. Like I need the internet and I can do my job successfully, swimmingly well. But some people really struggle with working from home because um, going in an office for a lot of, you know, a lot of times if, you know, if it's drama in the home or if that person is just a person that really craves and needs and, and feeds off of interaction from other people, like that's, you know, it's it was very hard for them and very difficult for them. But now I just wonder, and I'm rambling at this point, but I just wonder how this pandemic is even going to change the landscape of commercial real estate because you have all of these beautiful, amazing skyscrapers in downtown Chicago and all of these larger cities across the U.S., but people are working from home. So how are you paying for the lights, the rent, whatever, mortgage, whatever that is? Like, I just wonder down the line how that is going to have an effect on our economy and on our city, because how do you fill the gap for these hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands of offices? all across the city. Super interesting to me. Hey guys, I'm Shari. And I'm Sharice. And we are the Optimistic Divorcees, two happily divorced women who are optimistic about life, but real about love. Catch our new podcast on your favorite podcast platform with new episodes dropping every Monday, where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Opt Divorcees. That's T-H-E-O-P-T-D-I-V-O-R-C-E-E-S. Bye. Aside from the social media thing, and I, I try to examine my level of activity. I want you guys to do that too, right? I want you to really think about several things. If you are a parent, if you are a guardian, if you have godchildren, nieces, nephews, mentees, whatever, whoever. I want you to start not only examining your amount of usage on social media, if it is not productive, right? Because sometimes we can be on social media getting gems because you follow certain people that are just dropping gems that's pouring into you in a positive way. Um, however, think about how often are you actually having communication 
with individuals that are important in your life, talking to them, right? Touching base with them, hearing their voice. Think about that. It could be a parent, a sibling, whoever. Also think about, you know, your level of activity and how social media has distracted you. Has it been a distraction in your life? How can you limit it, right? How can you replace the time used on social media doing something more productive, maybe reading a book? Um, again, maybe working harder at work or your passion, your goal, whatever that may be. Can we tr uh, transfer time spent, you know, on social media to being productive, uh, working on our goals, um, setting goals, achieving those goals, right? Um, writing that vision, praying, meditating, working out, you know, whatever that is for you, whatever you need to do, right? How much time can we dedicate towards that versus being on social media and or watching TV, right? Because you know the television got those good programs and you got a million streaming apps and channels and everything else to access all of that good stuff too. And then just think about your own energy. You know, like, are you putting positivity on social media when you're making comments? You know, are you helping people or are you tearing people down with comments, tearing people you don't even know down with comments? Do an introspective look at yourself, okay? And say, okay, me, in what ways can I change and add goodness to the world? In what way can I change and put a smile on somebody's face and not add to the negativity? Because it's enough negativity out here, right, y'all? Like, we don't need any more of that, right? So just think about that. Also think about, hey, when I'm on social media, am I like saying, looking at couples and just saying couple goals, which I hate. I shouldn't say hate, but I really don't like the term couple goals because no one knows. You know, my parents, prime example, they're, pro they're couple goals for a lot of people, but a lot of people don't want to go through what they went through, okay? So I'm just saying, just think about stuff like that. That was a quick sidebar. Anyway, that's just not my thing. but. My point is, if you are going on social media and you are, you know, looking at people's pictures and you just kind of, and it makes you, and it makes you feel some type of way. Maybe it's somebody, you know, finally having their baby or finally getting a ring or they wrote their first book or shoot, maybe they even going through a breakup or, you know, maybe they got married. Maybe they just made their first million dollars. Maybe they just fly. They live in their life. They're traveling in every other country every other month and living their best life maybe they just flossing and flexing and not intentionally trying to but they're just doing them if any of that makes you feel some kind of way you may want to re-examine the time you spend on social media okay take a step back from it reassess and say hey okay maybe i shouldn't look at that so much and then why is that making me feel these feelings introspection and then go from there okay okay so y'all like i said i've been living my best life this summer so far so did a family trip to um orlando had a blast like had a great time a good um the husband just really picked out some bomb restaurants and we really got a chance to kind of check out the neighborhoods and stuff a little bit more i mean i had been to orlando before um but hadn't really experienced the city in this way in adulthood like I did this time around. And it was a really cool city. So anybody out there living in Orlando, 
definitely enjoyed it. Uh, everybody seemed friendly. That was our experience. And the restaurants were really good. Like we ate really well. Airbnb was beautiful as well. Um, so did that, but the trip, my most recent trip, I took a girl's trip, me and my girls from college. Uh, we all live in different states. And so every year we tried to, clearly we couldn't do it last year, but every year we try to do um, a girl's trip to reconnect, to fellowship, to bond, to love on each other and catch up and just have a good time. And every time we do just that, right? We just fall right back into place and, you know, as a sidebar, um, just my experience going away to Tennessee State University was so um, amazing. And those were the blessings that I got outside of the overall experience. My friends, my sister friends, like just, I'm just so blessed. And I mean, we have just never skipped a beat. And so this year we wanted to keep it simple and low key because the summer was kind of getting away from everybody and schedules were booking up. And I said, hey, I said, let's just try to do something. Like, let's let's go somewhere. You know, we haven't been, but it's not, you know, it's not gonna break the bank. It's cute, whatever, convenient. And we decided to go to Savannah, Georgia. So here are some of the places we went to eat. If you are in Savannah, if you're, if you're deciding to visit, definitely check them out. Um, Old Pink House, um, Rocks on the River, The Commons, um, the Grove, Madame Butterfly. Um, there's another place I can't think of the name, but I'll figure that out for you guys. But the food was amazing. Our Airbnb was super cute. You know, just such a super cute, quaint, small town. Definitely with that, you know, small town, small town feel. Um, but I would have to say the highlight of the entire trip was the underground real road tour that we had with this amazing tour guide. She's from Savannah and she just, her passion, her purpose in life is to share the story of our ancestors that came over in ships um, hundreds of years ago in slavery, right? And so she takes us on such an amazing spiritual, I would say almost journey. For me, it was anyway, just, you know, because she's telling these stories and um, her lineage is there. So it's very personal for her. And um, I think she said she's gonna retire from doing the tour soon because it's, a, it's such an emotional um, tour and she's sharing out of a place of um, just pure heart and passion for it. And so she just kind of gets worked up. So she said her doctor said, hey, you know, you, you may have to slow down on doing these tours. But anyway, I'm sorry, that was a sidebar, but I want to say, but that's just how, so I felt what she felt, right? Because it was really just coming from a place of love and passion. And the stories that she shared of our ancestors, um, just, you know, triumphant stories, but horrible, deplorable at the same time. And so they actually, um, you know, so I got worked up. I got emotional several times. I had to kind of walk away and really suck it up because I was about to break down for real at one point. You know, just when you're listening and you are putting yourself uh, 
in the story that she's telling and you're just thinking about it actually happening, it, you know, it just really works you up. And so for me, who, you know, I'm a person that's passionate about my people and, you know, I love who I am. Um, I love my history, my lineage, my legacy, my, you know, so for me, it's, it's a very emotional thing, right? So it was great, but um, just being in the caves, right? So we went into the actual caves where they kept the slaves, right? Where they kept um, our people in a holding pattern until, you know, white slave owners came to purchase them or do whatever they wanted to do, like their cattle, right? Um, and so being in the same space that was shared with so many different spirits that have gone on, like you can't just go in there and just be the same, right? Like you can't just, you know, experience that and they're different stains on the wall and just um she literally the stains on the concrete walls look like human figures like it's when i tell you just like my mouth was just wide open um at some part at certain parts and then we began to sing and, and you know we she taught us some songs and we sang and it was really a spiritual experience um for me so it was really dope so anyway if you are in savannah georgia definitely do the rear I, and i don't know that there are a lot of those tours i honestly think if you just google um slavery tour or rear uh black i can't even talk railroad tour in uh, Savannah. I had to slow down on that. Um, I think her, I think she'll pop up. Um, I think she'll come up because it wasn't a whole lot of options. Her reviews are amazing. There are a few people that do them with her and she's training young people to kind of take over for her. So I did want to share that because that trip was just everything that I needed. Um, just kind of regrouping. And guys, don't take people for granted, right? Like don't take your fan friends for granted. Don't take life for granted um and if you if you absolutely can enjoy or take some time to grab a bite to eat with some friends or reconnect like that's big for me right like i love family time but i love my friends too and so if you have some people you love in your circle don't ever get too busy where you can't enjoy life and enjoy the people that god has placed in your life if that's just a message, overall message, even from the social media message, right? Like, you know, sometimes we need to just get off of social media and just say, okay, let's have a real conversation with someone or just get off your text message and say, okay, let me hear someone's voice because sometimes you just never know what somebody is going through. And we know uh, if you made it through 2020, life is so short. I lost a lot of people. Um, it was a scary time in the beginning. My mom was sick. Like it was just so much. Um, everybody felt that the impact of last year. And so this year, I also, not to mention, I lost a dear friend, not to COVID, but just to cancer uh, last year. So, you know, endeavor, make time and prioritize time and money and resources just to say, hey, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna enjoy my life because some of us work 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 and then we just really don't make time to enjoy you know our resources and 
you know, the blessings God has given us, but not just monetary, but people. Like I look at people as blessings, right? So um, enjoy, take it all in, take each other all in and just spread love y'all. You know, it's the Brooklyn way. No, I'm just playing, but <laughs> thanks for tuning in guys. That is enough for me. Um, I am going to um, tag the places that I ate and all that good stuff at the end of the show. So, um, again, reach out to me if you have any suggestions for travel or anything like that for me. I am open. I am down for it. And again, just, you know, be introspective. Like, let's let's move forward this week with um, the spirit of intention and being introspective and, you know, trying to be our best selves. OK. And spread love. OK. Talk soon. Hope you enjoyed the show today, guys. Truly appreciate you tuning in. Please don't forget to follow us on the following social media platforms. On Instagram, the page is Faith Over Everything underscore podcast. On Facebook, the page is Faith Over Everything podcast. Our website is www.faithovereverything.net. And lastly, if you are interested in becoming a guest or have any show topic ideas, Email us at Faith Over Everything Podcast, the number one at gmail.com. Thanks again.